What's going on, family? This is your boy, Miles Austin, here, and this is Track Star Sports Presents Hard in the Paint with Miles Austin, where NBA news gets physical like the paint. Whether you want to body him like Shaq or finesse him like Hakeem the Dream, you're going to get the hard truth. Yo, let's dive in. Look, this one is going to be strictly about the NBA playoffs. I know we could talk about so much going on in the offseason, where Paul George is going to land, where LeBron James is going to choose to to uh, play basketball next season. Uh, you know, will anything else is happening that, that's happening off of the court, we could talk about. But, we, but right now, it's the NBA playoffs, and we are locked in. We're dialed in. We got the Cavs versus the, the Raptors. We got the Sixers versus the Celtics, the Rockets versus the Jazz, and the Warriors versus the Pelicans. Those are the last eight teams that we are looking at to to see who's going to advance to the NBA Finals. Now, some people are still saying that's going to be the Warriors and the Cavs. I do believe that Philly or Boston have a chance, which I do think that the Philly and Boston series is the most intriguing one. And I'll tell you why about that in a second. But I do believe that the Warriors will get to the NBA Finals. I do believe that they'll probably, they will for sure play Houston in the next round. I think that the Warriors go out probably, I think they win in six games. I'm going to say Warriors in six, 4-2, just on the fact that these two teams have similar styles. Mike D'Antoni's system and the way that they do and they run and gun, I think is going to, Maybe the downfall of why they lose this series. Now, think about it. These two teams are very similar in what they do. They get a lot of points up. They get the ball moving, and they keep it moving. However, the Houston Rockets have been reduced to an isolation-based team currently. Also with the passing and seeing and you know James Harden getting the assist, kind of like the Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire days. Now it's James Harden and Clint Capella. You have to think that that type of offense is going to fizzle out when you play against a team that um, so – gracefully uh, moves the ball. Like, remember, Golden State originated this. This this is something that they started, and teams kind of adopted one that wanted to shoot from three more, wanted to move the ball, wanted to get somewhat of a Spurs offense. You know, Steve Kerr being with, with Pop for a minute, as well as Budenhoser. If you think about Budenhoser, when he was with uh, the coach of, coach of the Hawks, well, the ex-coach of the Hawks now, he was with uh, Popovich for, like, I want to say a 10-plus years he was under him. Even that first year, I think the first or second year that he was in Atlanta, they they were 60-plus 60, 60 win team, number one in the East. Now, they did get swept by the LeBron-led Cavs, but at the same time, I mean, what, what, what can you do? <laughs> so, um, but this is what this is what the type of offense that they want to run, and I do think that it's going to fizzle out. If the Houston Rockets are not hitting shots, I don't see them – really putting up as many points as they should. you got to think, Golden State is a two-way team. They have a good offense, but they have a good defense as well. And I don't believe that Houston has the same fire or grit that they have on defense. Now, P.J. Tucker is good, Clint Capella, um, um, I think Trevor Ariza. They, they're, they are good defenders, but they're not collectively a great def- great defensive team. Now, their, their defense has been up over the recent years, I believe, in the top 10, but I think when you play against a team that put that can put up 125 on you, you know, in, in an instant, you know, that's that's what you got to look at. Um, so I do think Houston moves on from the Jazz. I do think the Warriors move on from the Pelicans. Let's talk about the Cavs and then the game in Toronto. Now, I, it's hard for me because I, I really desperately want Toronto to be a legit team. They're always a good regular season team, and they always seem to fizzle out in the playoffs. And not just fizzle out in the playoffs, but fizzle out in the playoffs against LeBron James. I have, I can remember the recent years where I I felt like they were afraid of this guy in the last like two to three years. They have been a relevant team, but as soon as the Cleveland Cavaliers come along, they they lose their composure. Kyle Lowry and Demar Derozan kind of shrink in the spotlight, and I don't really understand it. But 
the Le- LeBron James and the Cavaliers stole a game in Toronto last night. LeBron had didn't have a great shooting night at all, but he also triple doubled, and he had a great supporting cast: J.R. Smith, Kevin Love. Um, Tristan Thompson, George Hill, these type of players are going to have to be essential if they want to make it out of this series because LeBron James cannot do it all. Um, and I think Dwayne Casey kind of had that mentality of, okay, we're going to see what LeBron does and kind of let him. If he wants to drop 60, let him drop 60, but we cannot let his role players get hot and start hitting threes from from, from uh, all areas of the court. And this is where they may lose the series if the role players continue to do what they're doing. Now, this is just one game. It's, it's a small sample size, but we're going to see how this whole thing plays out. Now, the most intriguing series to me is going to be Philly against Boston. Now, for the, for the Boston fans, I know you're rejoicing. I know that you were doing some dance right now uh, because you guys beat this team by 16 in the first round, in the first game of this series without Kyrie Irving, without uh, Gordon Hayward, without, I believe, Marcus Smart wasn't out there. Um, he, he might, I believe that he was. But uh, no Jalen, that's what it was, no Jalen Brown. And you guys win by 16. Terry Rozier is playing out of his mind right now. Uh, Al Horford is, is to me, um, is, is looking like he's worth that $100 million that they signed him for. I, I wasn't sure. I've, I've kind of always been. You talk to any Boston fan that I've talked to before, and they feel like, I have. I felt like Al Holford wasn't worth the, the contract that he got. But we're going to see how this whole thing plays out. Um, I do think this is the most intriguing series. I think it goes. I think it goes six or seven games. Um, I still think I, I have Philly going out of there. Uh, I do think if Boston wins, that is probably going to be a lot of the team um, and a lot of Brad Stevens and his coaching style and the system and just coaching out of timeouts and things of that nature, like. The out of bounds plays. He he is a, he is a genius when it comes to these things, and he he might be out coached when it comes to that. Now, um, I do I still I still am picking Philly. I think they could win in six games uh, or seven games. You know wherever it goes. If it goes seven games, I'm going to be intrigued as well. Um, but I do think Philly goes up against. I want I want Toronto to get out of this, but years passed and the game last night, it just didn't make any sense. They had four different tries on the last bucket to tip it in. Use the use the backboard like something to beat this this LeBron led team. This this is the perfect if Toronto wants to get out of want to come out of the East or play Philly or Boston in the next round, this is the time to do it. You want to knock the king off his horse, this is the time to do it. If he goes anywhere else and he stays in the East, if he goes to Philly, you already know what it's going to be. This is your time right now. You have to season. I hope that Toronto can step up to the plate um, and, and figure this thing out, man. You know, I, I, I'm excited. I was I was also excited last night to see Steph jump back on the court, come back and drop 28 points on the Pelicans. I think he scored his first three within 11 seconds of, of, of being on the court. That man didn't seem like he lost a step. But we're going to see how this whole thing plays out. He does have nagging injuries, but I do think this team is a, is a whole lot better when Steph Curry's on the court. I do think they end up sweeping them. Um, the Pelicans could get a game in New Orleans, but we'll see. I, I'm still going to go for the sweep. So we'll we'll see how, how it plays out, man. I think I do think, okay, so I, I really believe this will kind of be my ending points. Philly and Boston, the most intriguing series. Toronto, this is your best chance to beat the Cavs. Houston against the Jazz. I think the Jazz had a great year. And honestly, when you think about it, uh, the Jazz have – this is a great year for them. Without Gordon Hayward, they, they, they basically thought that they weren't going to make the playoffs. They're being led by a rookie right now who dropped 38 in the closing game against OKC. 
you know, and, and we'll get to OKC on a different podcast. I don't even really want to talk about the the implosion that happened in Oklahoma City. Um, but Utah, this is a great year. Even even though they're going to lose this series, it's been a great year, and they have something to build on on the future. Donovan Mitchell is an absolute monster, uh, and the Warriors, I think they'll move on. They'll probably end up sweeping them if Steph Curry stays healthy and plays these next two games. Let me hear from you, man. I am Miles Austin on all social media: Twitter, uh, Snapchat, Instagram. Holler at me. I'm on, I'm on Twitter a lot uh, here lately, uh, posing questions and giving up my opinions on, on what the NBA is looking like right now. You know, give me a shout out, man. Hit me up. I want to hear from you guys. Again, I am Miles Austin on all social media. You've tuned in to Track Star Sports Presents Hard in the Paint with Miles Austin. You guys be easy. Peace.